worldwide broadcast of the Ted and Austin Brower Show, bringing you the latest world news and health research. I hope everyone's having an absolutely blessed day today, as always. And something I saw this morning, this is interesting. If you guys remember a couple days ago, Dad discussed the Department of Health and Human Services uh, Assistant Secretary to Public Affairs, Michael Caputo, went on a Facebook Live and uh, basically said that the scientists at the CDC don't want America to get well. And he pretty much urged any patriot Americans to load up on ammunition in preparation for a left-wing rebellion. He was pretty adamant about this. Well, now apparently they have said now the HHS has said Caputo has decided to take a leave of absence to focus on his health. He will be leaving for the next 60 days. Now, I don't know if this is a forced leave of absence because they are making sure because of what he said they're trying to do damage control. I do know that almost every single mainstream news outlet has covered what he said in a negative light, meaning, for example, here's a quote from NBC. They said the agency has said, Michael Caputo, after he prompted dangerous conspiracy theories during a Facebook Live video, is taking a leave of absence. And pretty much you can regurgitate the exact same thing for every other mainstream media outlet. And they go on to say about how dangerous it is what he said and how it's a far-right conspiracy theory and nothing's going on whatsoever. And the CDC's here to help everybody. And that the left are not doing anything at all. They have nothing to do with anything that's happened over the last six months when it comes to rioting or violence. You know the spiel. And so what's interesting about it, though, is that this guy, I mean, I watched him what he said, and you can tell he's pretty stressed out. And the fact that he went off and said this, and now basically they're saying that he's taking a 60-day leave of absence. One of two things either happening. Either A, he tried to red pill the America, meaning he tried to wake everybody up, and the deep state flipped out, and now they're basically saying, hey, goodbye, you're going to go take an extended leave of absence, and nobody's going to hear from you for a while. Or B, he knows what's about to happen, and that's why he gave that warning to America and told everybody very succinctly to stock up on ammunition, and he basically is deucing out for the next two months to go somewhere else and probably will not be back for the extended future. I don't know. I'm just giving you a heads up on this. But there is definitely a lot of rhetoric, a lot of propaganda, and a lot of disinformation that is coming out right now. And one thing I do have to say, and I'll let Dad touch base on this too, for my research over the last you know 20 years of just looking into things, researching things, talking to people, interviewing individuals that you know are doctors individual, you know, people that are in law enforcement, I've realized that generally when you start having a massive purge of information and a massive amount of censorship along with a vast amount of, say, conspiracy theory charges that come out as far as discussing things like, you know, psychops and this is what's going on with Q and this is what's happening with this and there's a lot of disinformation that goes right along with a whole lot of purging and restriction on social media. Anytime you start to see this happen, something is about to happen behind the scenes or something is about to happen in front of everybody and you need to be well aware for it. Not trying to get anybody spooked, just telling you from what I'm hearing and a lot of people that are coming out now, there's definitely something on the horizon in the next few months. What do you think about this, that him taking a leave of absence? Uh, well, do you remember 
in that one movie, I forgot which one it was. It was either one with Morgan Freeman or with Bruce Willis, in which they had a meteorite coming in to hit the planet. Now, I don't believe there's a meteor- meteorite coming. I'm saying that right up front, all right? But so we were about to have a major, major breakdown of societal structure. And one of the it's top Armageddon. guys, yeah, that's right. I mean, one of the top guys basically in the, in the government decided he was going to retire and he cited medical reasons for his leave. And then they see him getting onto a boat, loading it up with food and storable items and disappearing with his family. And, and, you know, you see this stuff and they tell you about it in the movies and they're prepping you for whatever they're going to do. And so again, this guy, told the truth. I told you back in I told you six months ago that October, November that these Kabbalists it's, you got to come back to these clowns. I'm fixing, to, I'm fixing to tie this stuff together for you in just a second. But these Kabbalists you know, believe in numerology and we have mainstream alternative websites, if you can call something a mainstream alternative website promoting all, you know, a Kabbalah now and you know, in numerology and gematria and, and what this is, basically, it's a form of witchcraft, Satanism, that uses numbers and signs of the year and symbols to produce desired outcomes in the energy field that we live in. That's about as simple as I can make that. And we have mainstream people now who are supposedly alternative speakers talking about this stuff openly like it's real and we should be using it, and we shouldn't. Okay, We've got mainstream Christians praying imprecatory prayers over other Christians, and, you, and which is basically cursing other Christians and calling judge, God's judgment down on other Christians. You can't be doing stuff like that. And so we have all of this stuff going on. Now, I'm going to read you a verse out of Isaiah. Isaiah 118. Now, I want to hear, there's a reason. You'll understand why I'm going to do this. Isaiah 118. Learn to do right. Seek justice and correct the oppressor. Defend the fatherless and plead the case of the widow. Come now, let us reason together, saith the Lord. Though your sins are like scarlet, they will be as white as snow, they are as red as crimson, they will become like wool. If you are willing and obedient, you will eat the fruit of the land. Now, here's the thing. We've got to realize that at this point in time, Christians need to sit down and reason together and not be biting each other and devouring each other and backstabbing each other and speaking badly about one another. We have a lot of people out there who claim to be Christians who are not. I'm just going to be blunt with you guys. We have a lot of people out there that claim to be patriots who are not. We've got a lot of people out there that are giving you false information because they're maintaining the mainstream, main media paradigm. Now, one of the things that I want to share with you again, and I'm going to say this to you guys over and over and over again, We've got people out there that are telling us that this is a China-Russia takeover of the United States of America. We've got to stop doing that. We've got to stop talking about that. We have to stop that. Why? Well, there's one article here, and you can see this, and it's being promoted throughout alternative media right now. Wake up, America. China and Russia are plotting to destroy us. It's by Douglas Shearn. Now, this man is a hardcore leftist, and he basically is exposing the China-Russia Cold War against America. Now, now, like I said before, October, November, these guys are going to be under the sign of Scorpio and Mars, these Kabbalists, and they want to create as much havoc and as much power as they can. 
But if we know what they're going to do, we can counter it with prayer. Now, this guy, Shuren, goes on to say, it seems clear now that COVID-19 will take a place in world history, a seismic event of the 21st century, whose effects will only be fully understood over many years, even decades. This is fear porn. What also seems clear is that the United States and the China's relationship will change, indeed must change. The question is how and and along what lines. Among America, anger at China runs high. American voters may, in the short term, choose to blame the Trump administration at the polls on November 20th in the long term. Whoever they vote for, for most Americans, understand that China is responsible for a global catastrophe that could have greatly been minimized. All of this stuff, he's pushing lies is what he's doing. So now, if you look up this Shern guy who's a hardcore leftist and you go to his Wikipedia page, it basically tells you he's a hardcore Democratic supporter, supported Hillary Clinton, You know, went to Harvard Law School, worked with the Russian oligarchs out of Russia. He was actually on their payroll. Okay, wait a minute. So this guy is talking about Russia doing this to us, but in 2000, the Ukrainian steel oligarch Viktor Pinuk hired Shern on a $40,000 per month retainer. Wait a minute. In 2004, Shern introduced Pinchuk, the same guy, this Russian oligarch, to Hillary Clinton. He also did work for the Hillary Clinton presidential campaign. In 2008 and later, he became associated with the People's United Means Action movement of disaffected Clinton supporters who refused to back support Barack Obama. Okay, This just goes on and on and on and on on who this guy is. Now, this is why I won't put this guy's articles and this crap on our Health Masters news feed. This whole narrative of Russia and China taking over the United States is a lie. It's pure obfuscation to basically control the narrative of who the real perpetrators are. The real perpetrators are the international banks, the Kabbalists, the Luciferians, the synagogue of Satan. That's who's doing this. The ancient Canaanite religion druids. But they don't want you to look at them. They're like cockroaches. You know, you, you go into your kitchen at night. I remember we were kids, and we, you know, my mom didn't want to put chemicals on the floor because we were kids and kept drugs and not drugs, but you know, it's poisons on the floor. And and we ended up basically uh, having these roaches here on floors. We lived in an old house, and I mean, it was awful. I mean, it was awful. You walk in the kitchen, you get roaches to scatter. You're like, what the heck, man? This is like a nightmare living here with these bugs. You didn't see them during the day; they weren't around. But you come in there in the middle of the night, and to this day, to this day. I'm still a fanatic about dishes in the sink. I'm still a fanatic about the house being clean. I'm still a fanatic because I realized that when you cut off the food source of these little critters, that they went away. They went somewhere else. The same thing is true. We're the food source for these critters. They feed on our fear. And so what they do, they constantly put the stuff out and make us scared. It is not a Russian-China narrative. It is an international Kabbalist banker narrative, and because they control the media, 95% of it, they tell you what you're supposed to believe. We've got to understand that. Okay, That's why I read this that verse out of Isaiah to you guys. Come now, let us reason together. And that's what we're going to do here right now. We're going to reason together, and we're going to cover some of this stuff. Now, evangelicals, again, we have another hardcore leftist wrote this, the evangelicals who are taking on QAnon. Last month, Seth Brown, the executive director of the Biblical Recorder, a Southern Baptist newspaper, delivered a stark warning to Christians. He'd become increasingly concerned about the posts coming from 
from his fellow Southern Baptists who were sharing on Facebook, who were pushing the QAnon narrative. He was saying, referring to the vital, viral conspiracy theory that claims that a cabal, here we go, of left-wing satanic pedophiles is secretly plotting a coup against Donald Trump. What it should say is that a left-wing group of satanic pedophiles are plotting a coup against the world. <laughs> this is what it should say. But Q doesn't yeah. do that because, again, we saw the other day that Q was being one of the primary Q websites was being pushed out of Citibank. <laughs> I think we're the only Q able to cover that, Austin. One of the left-wing websites that basically Q was being pushed from a Citibank website, which was controlled by the Rothschilds. Uh, Mr. Brown, an evangelical who serves as a volunteer pastor himself, knows all too well that pastors have little time to tumble into an online labyrinth of convoluted Q theories. In other words, in other words, pastors, stay focused, shut up, preach the narrative, don't start talking about things you're not supposed to talk about. Now, that's, that's what they're doing. That's, that's, the side of, that's the sidebar of what he just said. Some of Q and his dizzy and pileup of false claims. Here we go that the COVID-19 pandemic is overstated, and it is. For example, these have been embraced by Mr. Trump. And so now they're going on and they're starting to break down all of this stuff. Now, this is being pushed through alt-media, all of this stuff, and through mainstream media. In the evangelical world, this first means that God will heal America of abortion if abortion and human trafficking is stopped. Well, quite frankly, I think we've crossed the Rubicon on all that. I don't think that abortion and all this stuff is going to stop in the United States, and I don't think God's going to heal America. Now, you've never heard me say that, but I'm being real blunt with you right now. We're having a let us reason together. You can't kill 60 million babies and allow your entire country to be taken over by a satanic cabal of international bankers who basically worship Lucifer and who push the drinking of blood and all the six things these guys are involved in, along with the pedophilia and not take a stand against it. Q is being used as a media source through Citibank. You saw, I wrote, I brought, talked about it this week, one primary website to basically get the right-wing Christians to basically get caught up in, let's support Donald Trump no matter what he says or what he does. Now, and now bring that, it goes on, this article goes on to say, and that brings us to the Clintons during Bill Clinton's presidency, the Reverend Jerry Falwell Sr., by the way, good guy, Zionist, but good guy, sold conspiratorial pseudo-documentaries about the Clintons through his television program. The old-time Gospel Hour sold Bill Clinton's Circle of Power, which, by the way, is excellent, which by 1994 had sold more than 100,000 copies. I bought it. And he also wrote another, did another one called The Clinton Chronicles. And basically, it was shown in churches across the country, which was good. At that point, we were still telling the truth. They had to make sure we stopped that. And Arkansas journalist Gene Lyons has described it as a near-delusional collaboration of preposterous falsehoods and conspiracy theories. No, it wasn't. It was all heavily, heavily documented. And then it presented the president, remember, he's president at this time, and his wife as an embezzler, true, drug smuggler, true, serial killer, true. Okay? This is, the Clinton have a well-known body count that follows them around. That's why everybody's scared to death of the witch. That October 2017 drop that kicked QAnon off, it read, HRC extradition already in motion effective Wednesday or Tuesday, yesterday, with several countries in a case of cross-border run. Okay, all of this stuff. Then it goes on to say televangelists and other self-styled apostles and prophets were claiming to receive divine messages about occurring events many decades before Q. And then it goes on to mention TV evangelist Howard, Rodney Howard Brown. It mentions Paula 
Why? It mentions Alex Jones. And it says because they're aligned with Donald Trump, these people have been given credibility. That's what the article says. Many such people were once considered fringe elements of American evangelicals, and now they are validated because of a relationship with the president. Now, I'm going to post this article because I want you guys to read through this and understand what they're doing with this article. They're taking the elements of Q that are true, and they're discounting them. They're throwing the baby out with the bathwater. 60% of the stuff with Q is true. They're taking real things, they're talking about them, but then they throw a bunch of nonsense in with the middle of it, trying to get evangelicals to stop doing anything. Now, here's another article, another, written another one by another really hardcore leftist, Tony Norman. Tony Norman, the protocols of the elders of Zion 2.2, the rise of QAnon. And he's talking about this. The more conspiracy theories change, the more they stay the same. And then he starts talking about the protocols of the elders of Zion. Now, he says this was a forgery, et cetera, et cetera. Some people believe that it's real. You guys figure that one out on your own. But what it is, it's a layout that was done by the Kabbalists or somebody who knew what they were going to do of what exactly they've done as far as the protocols they need to follow to bring in a new world order under Lucifer. That's what it is. Now, you can think, well, it's fake. It's real. It doesn't make any difference. They're following it, whoever they are. Some QAnon adherents believe that John F. Kennedy Jr. was Q and that he insisted he faked his 1999 death so he could go underground to lead the effort to out his fellow Democrats, okay? All of these crazy things that Q's come up with basically is to confuse the Christians who are basically not taking a look at who these people really are. Now, we have another lady. This is another lady, hardcore leftist, and she's basically through Penguin and Random House, which are two huge, huge, huge publishers that are controlled by Zionists. And her name is Sarah Posner. And she wrote a book called Unholy, Why White Evangelicals Worship at the Altar of Donald Trump. Now listen to what she says. This is very important. You understand where they're taking this. She's a hardcore leftist. In terrifying detail, Unholy illustrates how a vast network of white, again, you got to be white in this. you got to hate the white people. Christian nationalists, plotted the authoritarian takeover of the American democratic system. Why did so many evangelicals turn out to vote for Donald Trump, a serial philanderer with questionable conservative credentials who seems to defy Christian values every utterance? To a reporter like Sarah Posner, hardcore leftist communist who has been covering the religious right for decades, the answer turns out to be far more intuitive than one might think. Posner digs deep into the radical history of the religious right to reveal how issues of race and xenophobia have always been at the movement's core and how religion often cloaked anxieties about perceived threats to a white... Why do they have to do this? But this is what they do. To a white Christian America fueled by anti-democratic impulse and united by this narrative of reverse victimization because they're saying that they're going to reverse the victimization because they're white... The religious right and the alt-right support a common agenda and are actively using the erosion of democratic norms, they're not talking about the republic now, to roll back civil rights advances, stock the judiciary with hard-right judges, defang and deregulate federal agencies, and undermine the credibility of the free press. Everything that she's doing, she accuses the right of doing because this is how they do this. They stand up and they scream louder and louder and louder constantly about what they want and blame the right for what they're doing. This is pure communism. And you've got to look at who these guys are and you've got to realize that these people 
are basically doing the exact thing that they're being told to do by their master, Lucifer. And the sad part about it is, and I'm going to say this in their defense, most of them don't even know this. Don't even know this. Here's another article by Sarah Posner. M.K. Yehuda Click praises the miracle of inauguration in D.C. Church. This is from a Jewish website. And, you know, and it, and it deals with Jewish fearlessness in 1897 forward, and she's one of the primary writers for this web website. The day before Donald Trump's inauguration, a range of conservative Christian luminaries gathered in a downtown Washington, D.C. church. They included a California pastor who fought against same-sex marriage, an anti-abortion priest, a Christian Zionist, and a member of Congress. They all praised Trump as a modern-day savior of the Jews, even and especially the rabbi in attendance. Now, I'm going to post these articles. You can read them. But I want you to see the narrative. It's so important that you see the narrative. Guys, let us reason together. We've got to find out who's doing this and why they're doing this. And it's because it's what Otto Kahn said okay, with Schiff. Remember, Schiff basically came in and bought into the banking house of Kuhn Loeb and allowed him to push the Federal Reserve System through the Kuhn Loeb banking house that was already in existence in the United States. And one of the Kuhn Loeb founding members with Schiff was Otto Kahn. And Otto Kahn says they control both sides of the aisle, that they control communism and they control Capitalism, and that they're both equally sacred to them, and they use them both to hold the earth by its axis and to start and stop conflicts. That's who's doing this. We have to understand what's going on. It's all about this. And then we have people that basically write pretty good articles. Uh, this is a, this is one by Mike Whitney. It's a pretty good article, and it's called Treason. And it goes, a nation can survive its fools and even the ambitious, but it cannot survive treason from within. An enemy at the gates is less formidable, for he is known and carries his banner openly. But the traitor moves among those within the gate freely. His sly whispers rustling through all the alleys heard in the very halls of government itself. That's a quote by Marcus Cicero. Now, what they're talking about now is the Transition Integrity Project, Rothschild, is a shadowy group of government, military, and media elites who have concocted a plan to spread mayhem and disinformation following the November the 3rd presidential elections. Now, this is actually a very good article, but it's talking about this group, but then it doesn't go into detail on the international bankers and the Kabbalists who are funding it. But it's an excellent, excellent article. I'm going to go ahead and post this. You see, in a, here's one of the things they say. We assess with a high degree of likelihood that November's elections will be marked by a chaotic legal and political landscape we also assess that the President Trump is likely to contest the result by both legal and extra-legal means in an attempt to hold on to power. The Transition Integrity Project, Rothschild, was launched in 2019 out of a concern that the Trump administration may seek to manipulate the election. Now, it also helps understand, the same Rothschild group is controlling the Donald Trump re-election campaign to put him back into office so we can have maximum conflict when he's reelected to try to do everything they can to overthrow the republic with a civil war. It's this same group is, is supporting and controlling both sides. It's the same Rothschilds who gave Trump billions of dollars to buy him out of debt in 89 through Wilbur Ross. It's the same Rothschilds that basically are involved with the Kabbalists through Shabbat, which his son-in-law and daughter are members of. It's the same group that's running both sides. And if we will remember this and see what's happening, then it all starts to make sense. 
Why is Donald Trump pro-gay? Why is Donald Trump, or was he pro-abortion for many years as a Democrat? Why is Donald Trump saying he wants to be the most pro-gay president, most pro-gay administration in the history of the United States? Why is Donald Trump pushing red flag gun laws all over the United States? Why... You think, why is he doing this? It's exactly the opposite. Why is Donald Trump pushing a COVID vaccine when he was diametrically opposed and want to have vaccines investigated and during his campaign rhetoric back in 2016 and 2015? Why are these things happening? And, and to us, if you're not awake, you get so confused. You're like, why do we have right-wing conservative websites putting out communist information on their sites? you got to ask that question, guys. Why do we have left-wing websites saying we're having the destruction of America? And why do we have the head spokesperson for the Department of Health and Human Services warn us on a live Facebook rant that we're about to have a massive mess after this election, and you better buy ammo, and suddenly... He's sent on leave. He takes a, a, a mental leave of absence. He'll probably never come back again, to be quite frank with you guys, because he was a loose cannon on deck, and he had the audacity to tell you guys the truth. So here's what we have to do. We've got to continue to pray, and we've got to continue to wake people up. I'm telling you, Donald Trump's going to be reelected, but it's going to be a mess. And it's not because he's not going to win handily, because he will. But the Democrats are going to come after him hand over fist. We're probably going to have hit squads, which this HHS guy, Health and Human Services guys, warned us that there were going to be like squads coming all over the United States that will be paid mercenaries via the Rothschild banking card. Now remember, these are the same – I almost said some, I almost said a bad word. These are the same bad guys – I'll say bad guys – that came in and did the same thing in Russia and sent their mercenaries in – to cause trouble, to try to create enough momentum to cause the masses to rebel against the Tsar and his family. They're going to try to do the same thing. We just can't allow that to happen. They want a full-blown civil war so that the United Nations, at that point, can send troops in and completely break the Treaty of Vesfala and send troops into our country against the wishes of the vast majority of the people in this country, they'll probably be invited in because of something Obama signed to come in here to try to quell the United States uprising. And guys, if military troops who are Americans come to your house, you're going to be treated differently than if people come in who are military troops from China or Russia or some other communist country. If they show up you know, to tell you to turn over your weapons and you start to argue with you, with them... They're not going to argue. I'm going to let you know. They're just going to shoot you. And then you're going to have a big firefight at your house if you survive it. And if you get through at least one magazine, you'll be pretty blessed if you've got 20 people show up. And here's the problem, guys. The American population doesn't want to believe any of this because of normalcy bias. Because we've been so conditioned now because of opiates. There we go. Now I'm going to talk about that, too, with the CIA who work for the cabal. This, this Luciferian cult is what they are. Death cult traffics children the CIA works for them MI6 works for them you know the Mossad works for them and these guys have been slinging dope until we have like 60 million people now addicted to opiates in the United States who all they care about is their next fix with Oxycontin etc and drugs and injections and heroin 
all of this stuff is happening. Got all these people addicted to basically all these prescription antidepressants all over. I mean, 30% of the population is taking that junk. I mean, it's ridiculous. And we have all of these people that are addicted to other drugs and alcohol and everything else in the United States. So we become a country of addicts. Remember the Bible says, Book of Revelation, that these sorcerers rely on pharmacia to do what they do. Because remember, these guys at the highest levels are sorcerers. They're druids. They're weirdos. They really do sacrifice human beings. And we don't want to believe any of that. And the mainstream media comes in and says, if you believe any of that, you're a nutbag right-wing follower of Q, which is what they're trying to categorize everybody who believes anything that Q says is now. I read you the articles today, and I've got them posted on the website. Guys, this is what we have to understand, that prayer changes things, that we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us, that this is the day, day the Lord hath made, and we will rejoice and we will be glad in it, and we will continue to tell the truth. It's time for the pastors in the pulpit to stop being such pansies wearing their panties. There you go. I can say that nicely without, you know, compromising their message. And I'm so over it. These guys are pretending like there's nothing wrong with anything and there's nothing going on right now in the country or the world because they're so steeped in normalcy bias because of their 5013C corporations and they're afraid they may have to actually go out and get a real job. Oops, I can't believe I said that because some guys are really hard workers who are pastors. They're not all like that, but 90% are. The other 10% are. 10% of pastors are hardworking evangelicals who love Jesus, who are trying to do everything they possibly can to help the people in their church. The other 90%, they got themselves a cush job and they know it and they're basically hanging out hoping they get more stuff from their church from their giving units now I can't be any more direct or blunt than that because the vast majority of people in the United States now don't understand what a true relationship with Jesus Christ is they don't understand that we're blood-bought children of the most high God they don't get that they don't understand that we're to call his name Jesus the Lamb of God the Prince of Peace the Good Shepherd Savior Redeemer Deliverer Messiah the way, Lord God Almighty, Lord of all. They're caught up in their social media and their Luciferian dictates. There's a reason these guys who own social media companies don't allow their own children to have iPhones or cell phones. I talked to my youngest daughter today. She's 17. And I told her, I said, don't leave your phone by the bed at night. I said, you're going to want to answer this stuff all night because you're addicted to your social media. you got to put the telephone in the kitchen. I had a very spirited debate this morning with my 17-year-old. And I said, you're too thousand followers on Instagram that you got off your TikTok thing that you put out there. I said, they're probably 80% weirdos and pedophiles. And I said, you have no idea who these people are that you stay in contact with on your Instagram page now. And I said, and you want to meet these people or talk to these people, and they're going to want to meet with you one night at 2.30 in the morning, and I don't want you having the telephone by the bed to get up and go talk to them out back. I don't need you to do that because you don't know who these people are. And I said, before you meet anybody or go out with anybody on social media, you need to get a copy of their driver's license and you need to run a full background check on them to make sure they're not some kind of sick pervert. That's some good messages, by the way, right? I just said to you, for everybody who's got kids right now, because this is a real problem we have. And they've conditioned us and they've programmed us now to believe everything that you see and hear in the media is real. And now they're conditioning and programming us that everything you hear on cue is fake, and it's not. A lot of the cue stuff is real. That's how they make it so effective. That's how alt God, i got to be so careful not to use names. That's why so many alt-broadcasters won't talk about what I just told you about, about the left-right paradigm, about Zionism, about what's going on with the protocols of the elders of Zion.
Okay? They won't talk about any of that stuff. Why? They won't talk about the Palestinian issue. They won't talk about the heroin coming out of Afghanistan, addicting the planet. They won't talk about the international banking cartels and who and what they are and how they rule the planet. They won't talk about the third temple. They won't talk about the coming Antichrist. They won't talk about these things. Why? Because they know that they're on the payroll in some cases of government agencies and the CIA through Operation Mockingbird to come in and corrupt and covert the media in the United States. That's the alt news. I gotta be so careful. I'm about, I'm about to start naming names, but I'm not gonna do that. Guys, if you know me, you know I've named names to you if I've talked to you. I don't do that on the air. I won't do that. I won't cause division globally like this. But guys, be really careful on who you listen to. Austin, what do you think I gotta stop before I run my mouth too much? No, that, that was really well said. And one thing that I want to kind of add on there, kind of a, a side note, this is one of the reasons why I have tried to encourage everybody on the show, Health Masters family, and friends here locally as well, that you have to have some type of security unit that you know in your area. The reason being is it you can look at any type of combat strategy manual, security manual, any type of reading. I mean, I've, I've read a lot of stuff in the past. You never, you never let stuff get to your front door. The front door is the last-ditch effort. When it comes to that, it's full-on nothing is left, no holds barred, no mercy, no quarter, nothing at that point when somebody's coming in your front door. If it reaches a point to where we actually have some type of United Nations military blue helmets or some type of large rioters moving, which I personally believe that's what they're going to try to use is another rioting approach to push into the suburbs. The downtown areas and all the firebombing and the Molotov cocktails, I, I truly think that was basically a warm-up rehearsal for what they're trying to get ready for. We saw what they did in St. Louis, and the two individuals came outside, and one had his AR-15, looked like an M-16, looked like an old cold air M-16, and she had her handgun, and, you know, they're basically being charged criminally now with felony charges because they walked out into their yard with firearms when there was a group of, you know, two, three hundred-plus rioters on their sidewalk screaming and yelling and threatening them. That is always the last-ditch effort. Why I'm saying all this is this. If it starts to go to that level, you have to have some type of at least moderately cohesive unit in your neighborhood, at least in a close area, that you could start having some type of perimeter and security controls. I know this is a weird topic, but you can't just say, well, I'm going to sit in my house and I'm going to pretend nothing bad's going to happen, and if anybody comes to my front door, I'm going to shoot them. Now, I'm not talking about going in the middle of the street. I'm not talking about going and trying to hunt people down. I'm not encouraging that at all. What I'm saying is you have to have the ability to control ingress and egress in your neighborhood. For example, if you live in a cul-de-sac, you need to talk to your neighbors in the area and see who's awake and who's not. Because you may be able to have a five, six, seven, eight house cul-de-sac block where people can't get in past those houses and your neighbors are okay with that. You have to be able to stop it and have multiple choke points before people get right to your home, especially if it starts going hot with this. Because here's the thing. The communists that are trying to take over this country, the real far ones, the ones that are working with international bankers, 
They don't want to have some massive escalated infrastructure exploding hot war. The reason being is they know that if they start going in and they start doing, you know, basically carpet bombing areas that have people that are rebellious or so forth, not only is that going to start a full-blown, full-on world war, secondly, what you're going to have is you're going to have massive infrastructure takedown. They know for a fact that if they start going in and they start going in violently to areas with United Nations troops, the 5G towers are all targets. That's it. They already know that the Patriots are going to be dropping those 5G towers left and right as fast as they can, which means their infrastructure control with the 5G is going to be literally decimated within a few days. The 5G system is crucial to what they want up. The amount of time, energy, and manpower to rebuild that power infrastructure would be so extensive. They don't want to lose that. That's why they're trying to do a soft coup of the United States. That's the whole point of this. And what's interesting, I saw an interview the other day. Now, you guys already know Fox is they're owned by Disney. They're 100% communist-controlled, Fox News. Newt Gingrich, who I'm not a big fan of, ironically, though, was brought on yesterday to talk about the riot damage and it breaking insurance records of over a billion dollars paid out in insurance records, okay? Now, stay with me for a second. This is interesting. This is when you always find out you're not allowed to talk about. So on the interview, they're talking about insurance claims, completely and totally just bubblegum for the brain, typical Fox News feed. Okay, So all of a sudden he comes out, and I'm going to quote you what he says right here. He goes, the number one problem in all these cities is essentially the George Soros elected far-left anti-police pro-criminal district attorneys who are refusing to keep criminals locked up. The progressive district attorneys are anti-police, pro-criminal, and overwhelmingly elected directly from George Soros' money, and there's a major cause of violence we're seeing because they keep putting the violent criminals back on the street in order to instigate violence. I'm not in sh- the lady, she goes, the lady, she, and the lady, she stops and she goes, I'm not sure we need to bring George Soros into this. And Gingrich goes, he paid for it. He's paying for all of it. Why can't we discuss the fact that millions of dollars have been spent to get these people elected that are trying to incite violence? All of a sudden, Melissa goes, no, he didn't. Soros does not need to be brought in this conversation. And Gingrich goes, okay, so it's verboten? Awkward silence for like two seconds. She goes, okay, we're going to move on. Bam, off, done completely shut him down on. Now, I'm not, like I said, I'm not a big fan of New Greenridge and a lot of the stuff he's done. I'll put that out there right now. But he straight called out George Soros by name and the individuals he's been directly funding through his millions of dollars of campaign funding, including the district attorney in St. Louis. And all of a sudden, he gets cut off halfway through. They say, you don't need to bring George Soros into this. You don't need to talk about that. Blah, blah, blah. You're cut off. We're moving on. Goodbye. That shows you right there they don't want that going out of national air. Because why? That didn't fit the narrative. You already know they don't bring George Soros up on mainstream media at all. Exactly. He's the Rothschild cutout that funds all of this. They don't want his name going out. And it's ironic, right after that happened, there were over 107,000 tweets trending with George Soros because people started asking questions who he was. This is the thorn in the side of the mainstream media a lot of times. When somebody comes out there and makes a comment like this who's had a lot of credibility and makes just a comment, all of a sudden people go, wait, what? Let me, let me research into this. But 
then again, it shows you that Fox News is nothing more than a complete and total paid-for communist news network. Because if they really exactly. wanted the truth out there, they would have said, hey, whoa, 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 you're talking about George Soros. You know what? You know what, dude? I've heard some of this, too. Can you elaborate on this a little bit more? Because I've heard he's been funneling money. What You obviously know a lot about this. What do you think is really going on? Why do you think he's funneling this money and trying to throw, have a communist revolution? I guarantee you, Newt would have gone, I'm glad you asked. And he would have talked about it, but they didn't do that. They cut him off. So understand that the entire aspect of mainstream televised media is designed to do one thing, and that's maintain the narrative that they want you to keep pushing. The same thing goes with the, uh, with the social media. Twitter now completely locked Kanye West out of his account. Completely locked him out of his account. And people were going, okay, well, what did he do now? Did he go on this? No. He went on basically a giant rant talking about the contracts, talking about the lawyers, talking about what they do in the music industry, how they've completely taken over everything. He said, we used to diss Michael Jackson. The media made us call him crazy. Then they killed him. And he goes on to say a bunch of stuff on there. And, of course, all of a sudden, Twitter goes, oh, sorry, you violated our rules. You're banned now. Blocked him. Shut down his whole account for, I think, three or four or five days or something now. Why? Because he didn't follow the narrative. This is what the social media platform's doing now. They're doing this very aggressively. And that's why I said at the beginning of the show, anytime you start seeing the mainstream media really push rhetoric and at the same time social media start silencing, muting, banning, censoring anybody that does not preach the exact narrative that they want preached, they start shadow banning them or shutting them down directly like they did him. That tells me there's something big on the horizon happening right now. So, again, Dad's exactly right about this. You have to look at what's going on and realize that the psychological disinformation, the psychological warfare is the most effective warfare you can fight with. That's why they're using it. You don't have a huge body count. You don't have a huge infrastructure loss. And you keep people moderately subdued by continually to confuse them through a psychological operation. That's exactly what we're experiencing now. These communist bankers that run the Rothschilds, the international bankers, all these guys that Dad always brings up, they have worked on this. This isn't something they just pulled out of a hat and said, we'll try this this month. They have been working on this for centuries. This was already going on back during the Revolutionary War. The problem is it was very difficult to do heavy psychological warfare on individuals without any type of vast media exposure. Come into 2020, you now have media exposure unlike the world has ever been exposed to in recorded history with social media, with Internet, with cell phones, with pictures, with live feed, with the televisions, with pretty much everybody being connected to the Internet all of the time. So it's a pro and a negative because on one hand, it's our responsibility now to fight this complete and total propaganda that they're pushing by bringing out real facts and real truth and calling out the BS whenever they do it. This is what we have to continually keep talking about on a regular basis because it's funny to me, guys, how there's so much rhetoric out there of what's going on with the COVID and what's going on with all these aspects. And it's funny to me when, I, and I've had this argument, I'm telling you this right now, a lot of times what they're pulling now is when you start talking about COVID, they go, Oh, well, you don't believe in science? So, of course, everybody believes in science. They try to push you into a hole with it. And then they go, well, if, well, if you don't believe science, then, you know, this is why you're saying this. If science is saying masks work, science is saying that we have to do this to stop the spread. And I said, first of all,
first off, A, there's zero science that continues to tell what you're trying to push. And I said, you're also the one that says science says men can menstruate and objectivity is white supremacy and unborn babies aren't human beings and two plus two equals five with common core. Those are all things that you guys have supported. Those are zero science backed whatsoever. Those are the rambling lunatic speakings of idiots that are trying to push a communist agenda. So don't try to push the science card with me and say, you don't believe in science because you don't wear a mask. There is zero evidence whatsoever a net gator that you wear when you go fishing stops anything from coming out of your mouth and going into the air as far as aerosol particles. Zero. If that's the case, why did they say it does not matter, anything over your face works because it's supposed to slow the spread. Well, didn't they tell us six, seven months ago the entire aspect of why we did what we did, the shutting down of the economy, the completely and totally removing the business structure from America? Everything was supposed to be for, you know, to slow the spread for two weeks, to not overwhelm the hospitals. Anybody remember that? That's, that's exactly what everybody agreed on. Okay, we got to lock down for two to four weeks to slow the spread so the ICU beds don't get overwhelmed. Guys, that's long gone. Now we're trying to slow the spread because we know that it's only killed six to 9,000 people in the United States with COVID, actually. We're slowing what? That's like saying, hey, guess what? I know everybody's going to get the stomach bug in the house. We're going to try to make sure that we have a huge gap between every time that somebody gets the stomach bug. So it drags on for months and months and months and months. Even though we know everybody's going to get the stomach bug, we're going to spread it out and make it as miserable as we can so everybody continues to get the stomach bug as long as we can spread it out. That's the idiotic ideology they're trying to promote. We already know that vitamin C and D3 are two of the most effective nutrients known to man in increasing the immune system and maintaining a healthy immune system and fighting off viruses. That is science. So when you start saying, hey, you need to do this, and you need to do this, and you need to do this, it's complete and total fear porn directly through a psychological warfare manual that the communists are pushing on the populace right now. Wake up and see what's going on. That's why I've told everybody, I've, I've, so the whole time I've been done with the mask. As soon as I started doing research on them, I realized there's zero benefit to wearing a mask and complete and total negative side effects from wearing a mask all day. People go, well, doctors and nurses have to wear a mask all day and they have to wear a mask when they're in surgery. Yeah, and that is a risk they take when they take the job. I'm not a doctor and I'm not a nurse. I'm an American and I'm a patriot and I don't have to subject myself to that because somebody has some type of far left idea that a gator over my face is going to somehow protect the entire country from me spreading COVID. Once you get COVID, the CDC already said, as I quoted you guys yesterday, it acts as a normal COVID virus. They're seeing virtually zero reinfections of people that have tested positive, meaning that once you get it, you're pretty much immune to it, just like any other virus that you naturally get exposed to. So if that's the case, why don't we just say, hey, ramp up the sunlight exposure, ramp up the vitamin C, ramp up the D3, brace for impact, contract COVID, get it over with, let's move on with our life and get the economy booming again. But that is not what they want. The fear is what they want. The control is what they want. And the further restrictions on our ability to travel freely, unmolested, on our way is what they want, hence why they're trying to push the Kobe pass. So again, I reiterate, please stand your ground with this. I cannot, enter, like, I cannot be any more sincere about that. 
keep pushing for truth, keep waking people up, and if you have a true conviction that you know to be true, hold by that conviction and stop compromising on it. I know a lot of our listeners, a lot of our friends have stayed true to this, but I mean that sincerely. If you know you have a conviction and you know it to be true in your heart, you have to stand by it, because if you don't, you're basically talking out of both sides of your mouth. Stand up for it or don't stand up for it, but don't talk out of one side of your mouth and then talk out of the other side. Either be 100% and be a pro-American patriot, 100% constitutionalist, and be for it, or basically go be a slave and follow the New World Order, because those are the two options we are pretty much left with on these crossroads right now, Dad. There is nothing much left in the middle. No, there's nothing left in the middle, Austin, and that's why we have to understand that they're playing both sides against us as far as patriots. That's what they're doing. And we have to see it. You know, Nick, Newt Gingrich told the truth on Fox. I've told the truth on Fox before, and I was told that I couldn't tell the truth again about aspartame. I mean, I've had it happen to me, too. I had them for years and years, the manufacturer of aspartame wanted me to go out and debate one of their paid henchmen, one of their paying, paid liars, what they guy was, as far as, you know, you know, the pros and cons of aspartame and why I was wrong and why he was right. I refused to do it. They wanted to bring me on Oprah Winfrey back in the 90s. And have me debate five allopathic doctors about the alternative practice of homeopathy medicine and naturopathic medicine and why the allopathic model was better. It was be five against one. And I basically said, no, thank you. I'm not interested. It's always to go ahead and try to spin the narrative when somebody's making a difference in the mainstream media. That's what they've always done until the mid-90s. They decided with Bill Clinton to deregulate the mainstream media and allow the Rothschild boys to come in and buy every single radio TV station in America pretty much and that's what they did George Soros was a Nazi he was a Nazi sympathizer he worked with the Nazis to turn over his own Jewish family friends neighbors if they had assets he got paid commissions for it and said it was the happiest time of his life when he worked for the Nazis turning in his fellow Jews. That's who the guy is. He's a complete and total POS. You know, piece of slime. There you go. He's a piece of slime. And we have to understand that. And we got to realize who and what he is. And why he won't die probably has to do with what they do in these sacrifices and what they do with drinking of blood and adrenochrome. Let's just go all over this show today since we're all in the middle of these clowns. This guy's a stinking weirdo. And Newt Gingrich finally told the truth about something, which he has in the past, because he has to maintain the narrative on a lot of other things that he's given, and we need to realize what's happening with this stuff. And so I, even Mancow last night, he sent me this stuff about what happened on Fox with Newt Gingrich. Sent me the doggone it, the text to it that went out on Twitter. And, you know, here's the thing, guys. This Mancow is, is basically, you know, on a major, major station in Chicago now. Here's what Newt Gingrich said. Let's see if we can hear all this. So we get it to pull up. The man counts at me. Pro-criminal and overwhelmingly elected with George Soros' money, and they're a major cause of the violence we're seeing because they keep putting the violent criminals back on the street. I'm not sure we need to bring George Soros into this. <laughs> I was going to say they get the last word, he Speaker. He, he paid for it. I mean, why can't we discuss the fact that millions no, of dollars... I, I, I agree with the fact that George Soros doesn't need to be a part of this conversation. Okay. So it's verboten. All right, we're going to... Yeah, there you go. George Soros doesn't be part of this conversation. Why is that? Now, I'm going to yep. post that online. 
I want you guys to hear that. Now, why is that? Okay? Uh, let's, since, since we're already into the protocols of the elders of Zion, let's just go all the way into this right now. The, this is the synagogue of Satan. Okay? This is what it says in the book of Revelation. They claim to be Jews, but they are not. Now, you could fuss at the word of God all you want. That's what it says. And these guys basically use the ADL, the Anti-Jewish Defamation League, and they also use APAC to try to censor everything that goes out about this, and they've been doing this for the past hundred years. And we have to understand that they're using the Jewish people as a scapegoat. That's what they're doing. Because they're not Jewish. They're synagogue of Satan. They claim to be Jews. They are not. The Word of God says that, and we've got to realize that. So we've got to differentiate the two. Look what the Miami Herald just did. They are slammed for running racist and anti-Semitic inserts in their paper. They had a Spanish column, the Spanish language version, and apparently nobody was editing it. And it said that it's under fire for publishing an inflammatory racist and anti-Semitic insert in its paper with incredibly offensive column that's been running all year. And Friday's El Nouveau Herald, a column in a pay-for weekly supplement, claimed that American Jews support thieves and arsonists and compare Black Lives Matter protests to Nazis. And it goes on to say, quote, what kind of people are these Jews? They've always talking about the Holocaust, but have they already forgotten Kristallnacht when Nazi thugs rampaged through Jewish shops all over Germany? The author wrote, so did the BML and Antifa, only the Nazis didn't steal, they also destroyed. So so do BML and Antifa. So now they're saying, oh my gosh, this is inflammatory, racist, and anti-Semitic. So now they're having to issue all of these retractions, and they have permanently got rid of the guy's column that he had in the, in the, in the Miami Herald. We've got to realize what's going on here. This entire country has been taken over by millions of communists who came in the past hundred years, since the late 1800s, who were Stalin followers, Lenin followers, Marxist followers, who were brought into the United States to subvert our culture, to bring in pornography, to bring in the Frankfurt School, to bring in all of this filth into our country. And we've got to get this. The synagogue of Satan is upon us. And they are destroying the republic. And they're doing it because the pastors refuse to preach the truth and get involved because of the Johnson Amendment. That pervert Lyndon Johnson, weirdo sicko he was. All of this stuff is happening right now. Now, guys... Today's show was a doggone hair raiser. And this is one of those shows. You, know, you need to forward this show to all your friends and let them listen to it. And, and have them do the research on everything I just said. I've got most of these articles posted on our website. They'll be up by tonight. Uh, I love you guys. I had the opportunity to pray for you today. You guys are absolutely awesome. I love talking to you guys. You guys are so brilliant. Got to pray for you. It was wonderful. Awesome. Finish it up. I'll talk to you tomorrow. Yes, yes, absolutely, and continue to be trying to wake up as many people as you can when you talk to people. Some people, you have to start things slower than normal, maybe sometimes kind of warm them up with some stuff, but the more that I think people are starting to realize that this whole pandemic is completely and totally nonsense now, the more it's easier to pull up. But that being said, there's also a lot of people blithering morons and they go well it's just a mask it's just social distancing it's just a vaccine it's just a kobe pass and i'm like golly where's the line going to get drawn oh it, it's just 
from my home forcibly and put in a concentration camp. It's just that. I mean, come on, guys. Can't you just deal with it? I've heard this so many times. It's just a mask. I'm like, no, it's not just a mask. I'm not going to do it. Why don't I capitulate? Because why? Because you said it? Because they said it? No, no absolutely not. <laughs> so, again, thank you for the support of Health Masters. Be sure if you need anything, check out the website. Zinc Glycinate on sale. You guys voted it one product of the week. Be sure to vote for what you want to see win next week, product of the week. And we also, for a very limited time, have a three-pack special of the magnesium brain food right now. Never done a three-pack special. Usually just done sales on it, but a lot of people have been wanting to stockpile on it right now due to the extreme benefits of what that product does. If you take the product, you know what I'm talking about. Very, very good formula. Check it out, healthmasters.com. If you need anything, please be sure to give us a call here at the website. On the website at Health Masters, you know, we answer our phone. Sometimes you got to sit on hold for a few minutes. We do get busy, but we always answer our phone. Pet peeve of mine with a lot of companies now, they don't answer the phones. You can call them up, ring, 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 goes to voicemail. They call you back in a couple days at their convenience. That is something that I never want to allow happen here at Health Masters. Dad and I have been adamant about that. The ability to be able to call people and communicate and speak and hear somebody's voice is crucial in having a civilized society and maintaining it. So I thank you again for the support of Health Masters. Have a blessed, safe, awesome night. We'll talk to you again tomorrow as always.